Oh my god! I okay, know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm so experienced. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw a movie once. I'm pretty sure this how this works. SpongeBob. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you guys ready? Yeah. Yeah. Eat your, oh, you are. just drink your drinks. <laughs> Daddy needs his juice. <laughs> This is gonna be something in his mouth. (laughs) Swallow. Will wine come out your nose? Oh, that would be terrible. (laughs) I've seen that once. Oh, Oh, you know what else is terrible coming out your nose, Caitlin? What? (laughs) (laughs) No, I know. I think I heard a story like that once. I told you the story. Yeah, about you. The girl who. Yeah. 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 I don't like this. Welcome, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Buy the pens. <laughs> I'm the whole star one. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> All right, since we've done two minutes of just jabbing. Oh, we're recording? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's when I get the best stuff. <laughs> to blackmail, you just put it on there and no one, no one cares. <clears throat> or maybe you do care, but it's I'm the poster I posted on and... Complete power. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Strange in the City podcast. We're back. (laughs) Okay, sorry. (laughs) Excited singing. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. (laughs) I am really stoked to about seeing. Um. Oh my gosh, Pitch Perfect too. Like when it's coming out soon. I thought you were trying to remember my name. I was like, <laughs> really so glad to see you again, Joe. What's, what's your name again? <laughs> oh my god, Philip Tyler. Oh my gosh, that's right, you're Tyler. <laughs> it was so long. Pitch Perfect too. Amazing. Pitch Perfect too. Mm. And I've been um really geeking out on pentatonics like crazy and I made her listen to like all of it on her road trip and I'm always like Tyler, listen to the song and he's. Are you yeah. suggesting that we make our own acapella band right now? <laughs> yeah, t- because we're back. <laughs> Strange in the City is back. We should have a song, a theme okay. song. Oh, okay. okay. So far, I have heard no melodies or anything. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe not. Hey, I gave you it. I said we're back. Sounds like Oprah, Oh, did yeah. you say poo? Boo, chicky, boo, doo, boop, beep, bop, boop, 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 beep, bop. Okay. Quickly. Next episode. Try that again. Like pentatonics, you and every like middle-aged mother that I've talked to are all thank you very much interested in the Christmas album specifically. It was so good. They're good. They're very talented. I mostly. Like, what? um, what song was it that I listened to all the time? I don't know. Latch. Oh, that one's really good. Oh, yeah, we listened to a lot of Latch. Yeah, we did. La, la, la. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's starting. <laughs> the band is beginning. Yeah. <laughs> We're all here. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, I'm really excited that it's we're getting this all back together. Because through computers breaking and moving and starting new jobs, and this is mostly all me, things that have happened in my <laughs> life, like none of you are experiencing this in your life, but mm-hmm. I am. Oh, Tyler got a job. Yay, yay Tyler got a job. I got, I got a job, too. Oh, and Nathan got a job. Caitlin quit a job, right? I did. <laughs> oh, God. This is her <laughs> formal resignation. 
on the podcast. <laughs> Accidental, <laughs> Accidental resignation. resignation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Maybe you didn't quit your job. <laughs> Just no, no. I, I quit Sunday, so now I have weekends off. Oh, right. Oh, congrats. So you should quit yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> a normal um, work week. But yeah, finally getting moved in my new house and getting all of this set up. I told Caitlin when she came in that I'm really, like, got, like, really excited about it. So you'll be getting phone calls and outlines soon. Good. So we are, as promised, doing our book review of Bossy Pants, which was supposed to happen in November. <laughs> I'm not apologizing. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to happen now. What do you it's mean? always <laughs> supposed to have been now. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always planned for this. <laughs> okay, well, we're doing our book review of Bossy Pants. <laughs> so what did you guys think of it? First of all, who's here today? I have Caitlin, Nathan, and Tyler. Yay. I totally forgot that. So everybody say hi. 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 <laughs> that was our... That was our... <laughs> oh, oh, that was the band. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, <we're Sorry>. not <laughs> Harmony is quite yet. Yeah. Next on. episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on it. Um, Tyler, what did you think of Bossy Pants? I love that book. Next. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're Is so helpful. Is there a specific portion that you really liked? Or was there a um, storyline? I don't know. I had read it a couple years ago, and then this time I did the audio book. So mm. I listened to Tina read it. And so that I, I liked having both because I imagined, I don't know, some things were funnier when I read it. Versus when she said it, and then some. A lot of things were funnier when I heard her say, when I heard her say it. Yeah, there's just so much. Although I found a quote, I'll share my quote from the book um, okay. that I really liked because it it was essentially me. It goes like this: This is Tina. I have no affinity for animals. I don't hate animals, and I would never hurt an animal. I just don't actively care about them. <laughs> When a coworker shows me a cute picture of her dog, I struggle to respond correctly, like an autistic person who has been taught to recognize human emotions from flashcards. In short, I am the worst. <laughs> Side note, I also think that that maybe my dislike, well, I mean, my general not liking of household animals might be considered a, a character flaw. <laughs> Some would and say. that also it's adds mighty. to my edginess. So I'm just going to like pretend Tyler. I'm really edgy. Like you're edginess, the most not like, edgy person ever. Like No, that's why... You're no, begging and scratching and trying? No. Nope. So <laughs> your edginess is going to be like edgy. moved into really extreme things. Like everything else is not edgy about you. And then you're like, well, the dog's by whatever. Like, who cares? Like, so, no. Guys, I'm edgy he... to everyone listening. Or this that, is Tyler, <laughs> and I'm edgy. <laughs> or that when your when your family dog is going to be put down, you kind of smile. <laughs> yeah, no, that's edgy right there. <laughs> I think that's sadistic. There's a difference. That's what <laughs> edgy is like having tattoos. And a motorcycle. And sadistic is smiling when a dog is going to die. <laughs> I would say that maybe there's some overlap. <laughs> there's a Venn diagram, perhaps. It's like serial killers and like that guy Dave down at the bar who drives a motorcycle. Yeah. There's definitely some crossover. I'm yeah. in the middle. They both probably like certain kinds of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being mean to people. Mm-hmm. Oh so, so that's me. Yeah. Tyler. I mean, Nathan. What? <laughs> Who am I? Where it's going? The other on? Tyler. The other, the other Tyler. It's true. Aww. Aww. We look alike, you except do. I have a gnarly neck beard right now, so not quite the same. Yes. What are you going to say? <laughs> yeah. What about what about you? <laughs> oh, I love the book. T- yeah, Tina Fey is 
an incredible writer. There's very few things that she starts to explain that don't end in a joke. Like she's one of the few people I know that can always pull a joke out of something, even if it's like a, a failing sentence. You all can can rise it up at the end. I think I also took away from this book how uh, awkward and terrible it probably is to be like a prepubescent girl when she talks about her, like interactions with like tampons or like when she first knew she was a woman and some guy yelled, hey, nice tits. And I was like, oh my, that sounds terrible. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad oh, I'm a man, all of those things. But like also I was like, man, that sounds so awkward and unfortunate. Um, and also she gets she hits it on the nose when it comes to like expectations of female beauty and yeah, it was just fun. It's just a fun book and it's so cool to hear about the background of Thirty Rock and SNL. And I've been told I need to start making out with this microphone, so I'm gonna move a little closer. Blah. Um, yeah, it was. I love the book. I thought it was very playful, interactive, and fun without needing to be raunchy. <laughs> Should I pause it for a second? <laughs> Give you two a chance to recover. Yeah. Oh my God. Was there a quote that you really loved? I love to talk conversation about impromptu theater. And always saying yes, I feel like that's a really powerful concept in conversation, but also in collaboration with groups. It's always like affirming other people and always moving forward. Uh, really, yeah, I like the stuff about Lauren Michaels as well. Never cutting to a closed door, which probably means nothing, but it was very profound. I mean, she has that lengthy quote about yeah, expectations of female beauty when J-Lo brought in butt style. And now <laughs> it didn't all, like open up other opportunities for women to be beautiful. It just made more and more increasingly unrealistic expectations until you end in Kim Kardashian, which is obviously made by Russian scientists to confuse and destroy our athletes. Yeah. Word. Dope. You Caitlin. remembered that extremely well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> Caitlin. Yes. How did you like the book? I loved it. It was hilarious. And she's amazing. Next question. Are you not letting me speak? No. You just sounded like... That like you were it. done. Sounded like no you were finished. You sounded like you were no. pulling a Tyler on that one. Oh, well, I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Am I supposed to say a quote? Expand on it. Expand, Expand on, on what it? you like. Un- oh. Unpack that for us. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it was really funny. She's a really, really funny writer. And she took like politics and um, feminism and all that kind of stuff and made it so that kind of anyone can read it. You know, it was approachable to everyone and really funny. And That's it. Okay. That was a great response, a, Caitlin. You a, Thank you for sharing. Do you have a quote? Sure. <laughs> Although now I feel like I'm being judged and I don't want to share anymore. No, this is a safe place. So my unsolicited advice to women in the workplace is this. When faced with sexism or ageism or lookism or even really aggressive Buddhism, ask yourself the following question. Is this person in between me and what I want to do? If the answer is no, ignore it and move on. Your energy is better used doing your work and outpacing people that way. Then when you're in charge, don't hire the people who are jerky to you. Boom. Love it. Mic drop. Well, don't actually drop these <laughs> no, mics. No, don't drop they the mics. They look quite nice. <laughs> it <was> so terrible <laughs> so much in my money. ears. I have more funny quotes, just saying. So you Good can for share you. With you, us. Wanna, you wanna one you wanna, up, Caitlin? Yeah. I know. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's see quote battle from the book. Go. <laughs> okay. I don't like the idea that this is a battle. I just wanted to <laughs> read some funny things. No competition. So I, this is one that I love. To say I'm an overrated troll when you have never even seen me guard a bridge is patently unfair. <laughs> <laughs> is that all? <laughs> I mean <laughs> Tyler's gonna read my quote. 
Some people say, never let them see you cry. I say, if you're so mad that you could just cry, then cry. It terrifies everyone. So I talk, true. I talked today about to the kids at church about ugly crying and how like snot runs down your face. And that's what I picture. <laughs> they were so grossed out. <laughs> but also they loved it. Yeah. Anybody else have any little quotes that you could uh, share with the awesome fans and listeners? The like two fans and listeners or four sitting at this table. <laughs> I'm just well, she's her um, storytelling is so funny. And she says, a coworker at SNL dropped an angry C-bomb on me and I had the weirdest reaction. To my surprise, I blurted, no, you don't get to call me that. My parents love me. I'm not some adult child of an alcoholic that's going to take that shit. <laughs> <laughs> End of conversation. I love this one too. Politics and prostitution have to be the only jobs where inexperience is considered a virtue. And what other profession <laughs> would you brag about not knowing stuff? I'm not one of those fancy Harvard heart surgeons. I'm just an unlicensed plumber with a dream, and I like to cut your chest open. <laughs> the crowd cheers. <laughs> so one of the, one of the um, stories that I really liked was when they were all sitting at a table at SNL, and uh, I think Seth Meyers and... Um, Amy Poehler were sitting Mm. there and Amy turned around and just yelled at Seth and said something like, I don't care if you effing like it. And then Tina said this in her book. She said, do your thing and don't care if they like it. I was like, that's good. Let me get that tattooed. Yeah. (laughs) Right on my, right on my, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) And it doesn't matter if anyone doesn't like where you put your tattoo. Yeah. So let's get started on um, going through some of the questions, and then if you guys have any other quotes that come up, just mesh them in there. You got it. All right, so this is the first question um, that she actually has in the book, and she says, what do you think it means to be a bossy pants? Anybody? I think it means that you are quick to try and take charge of a situation. (laughs) I think she's being a uh, 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 little... the cupcake. I think she's being sarcastic, mostly, because I feel like some people when they talk to her, give her this kind of moniker of, oh, you're a woman in charge. You, it must be hard being the boss. And, like, and like, even like adding pants to the end of something kind of not nullifies it, but it kind of babyfies it. I feel mm-hmm. like, you're, like you're adding something onto it like, oh, what's up? Uh, goofy pants or something like that. It just <laughs> makes it more fun. Like, oh, you're the boss pants. Like, mm-hmm. It's almost adding something that is unnecessary to her leadership. Um, I think if she was trying to be serious with the question. Uh, she was probably saying, do what you want to do and it doesn't, don't care what other people say about you or want to add on to you or force you to do anything because you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to see anything. Now, if there's someone who's like in the way of you getting the thing that you want, then work your way through it. Take him out of the kneecaps. Take him out. <laughs> Accidentally. Show aggression. <laughs> Accidentally. That's bossy pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't care if you effing like it. <laughs> yeah. I, I would agree with Nathan. I'm oh, okay. No. With everything that I've ever said. <laughs> you yep. just agree with Nathan in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. That's what I like to hear. I think that it is, she's being um, like sarcastic with it. I also think that it can be kind of be used to just drag women down that are in leadership. Like it can be used to be like, well, you're bossy. Like boss means bossy as opposed right. to being leader. Instead of boss meaning leader, it can be bossy. And how would you do with a female boss, Nathan? I've had several female bosses. I love it. So with the exception of one, I had one boss. I was a little aggressive, but I wouldn't attribute that to her being a woman. I would just relate that to her <laughs> insecurity with okay. her responsibilities. It wasn't like PMS or 
I mean, I didn't ask her specifically <laughs> during a meeting when she told me I needed to be more respectful. Though. Oh, are you like, mm-hmm. is it like your time? Is that why? <laughs> is that why you're being so upset with me right now? That's probably it because you know you're a woman. <laughs> so you, if you're being upset, it's probably because it's shark week and I need to get out of the water. <laughs> no, I didn't ask her that. Jeez. <laughs> She was mean, though. That would be funny. <laughs> you probably would have got fired on the uh, spot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're looking for excuses to fire me anyways. So. Oh, yeah. Those, those are just hard. That's like a really hard place to be. It's the best places. Oh, is it the best? No, no, no. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. It's like living in a war zone. Um, uh, this is <laughs> the second. Like the, like this is the second part of the question. Um, do you know anyone personally that you would describe as bossy pants? And did the society you live in um, ever try to drown her? God, that drowning metaphor is really stuck in my mind. <gasps> uh, if we're using this, this, yeah, society just sounds terrible. <laughs> Accidentally murderous. Uh, I feel like if I act, were to call someone a bossy pants sarcastically, I would regret that. Like that doesn't sound like a fun tribute to anyone and kind of belittles their leadership. Uh, as far as specific individuals, I can think of several people that, I don't know, I just, I don't know what it's like to be a woman in leadership. Uh, Tyler, I mean, unless you... you <laughs> Were you asking him his experience well, as I a was woman just, in leadership? I wanted to back up. Tyler, back. what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it like for you being a woman <laughs> in leadership? I, I have no concept for it. I mean, I, it, it sounds hard and I hear people's stories and their struggles with it and it doesn't sound, yeah, it just sounds like much harder than... It would be for a lot of other people, and there's obvious differences in pay gaps and respect and words that we use to describe women in leadership, mm-hmm. but I can't think of a specific person. I can't think of, I don't think I can think of anyone specifically. You know, I think of people like our um, pastor, um, Anne, and I know she's struggled because there's there's a lot of the idea that women shouldn't be in leadership in the church, um, and so... I know that she's had some trouble with that in the past and um, people having trouble with her preaching and taking her seriously and things like that. Um, well, and she started to go into ministry and preaching and all of that in like the 70s. Right. It was a different time. Yikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My mouth is full of cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, were well, you going to just say something else? Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Stranded in the ocean of Shark Week. <laughs> Help! It's <laughs> a terrible visual. It's actually, really awful. Actually, when I, when I said drown her, that's what I thought of was when you said that. And I was like, aww, Nathan ruined me. <laughs> Gotta live every week like a Shark Week. <laughs> Just oh, one week. The wine's coming down. <laughs> Just one week of the month. <laughs> um, Tyler, will you read number dose? All right, question number two. The lessons Tina has learned from her week as a writer, from her week, <laughs> from that one time oh, in no. her life. Shark Week. <laughs> we can't stop talking about it. All right, all right. Okay. The lessons Tina has learned from her work as a writer, a boss, a performer, and a producer are lessons that can be carried across a wide array of disciplines. For instance, from her instructions about improv, always speak in statements. Which moments resonated the most for you? Out of all of her life that she wrote about? Yeah. All right. All the lessons she's learned, what what resonates the most with you? I think for me, it was that how relaxed she is about 
like her feminism and dealing with sexism and all that kind of stuff, she's kind of just like, meh, you know, if someone's being sexist to me, oh, well, I'll show them up later. Like, she just waits for her moment and she doesn't make a big deal. She doesn't waste her energy on um, people that aren't worth it. And she doesn't make a statement unless it's needed. Like, she isn't, a, she isn't out campaigning for herself or for women or anything like that. She's just living her own life and being the boss and doing what she needs to do to get where she needs to go. And then if that shows people up then great tyler do you have an answer to your question yeah i i would say the the what nathan touched on earlier the yes and um from her like lesson about improv that's like the most important rule um after reading that i was like you actually can apply that to any part of your life like when you're dealing with other people so that's i mean that's what i try and be like i mean i know i fail at it a lot because it doesn't come natural to me but like here, reading that for the first time, I was like, okay, that's something I need to strive for. Just, I don't know. It, it really hit hit home right there. The yes and. <laughs> Someone yes and me. <laughs> yes and, Tyler. Oh, thank Always you. Always making statements. Yeah. yeah, I really liked, or uh, kind of tying on, there's like no mistakes, only opportunities. There's never a time where someone does something that's too outrageous that you can't move off of or you can't add on to or you can't construct. A lot of times I think I see my life as like a linear path instead of seeing it as like a series of circumstances that just kind of like stack and build and add on to something completely different. I think that's a good lesson to take away from it. Well, not a mistake. It's just a different opportunity. It's just going to look different. (laughs) Question three. In chapter four, Tina realizes that she has been guilty of holding her gay friends to a double standard, enjoying their company, (laughs) but still expecting them to stay in a half closet. Mm -hmm. Have you ever had a moment like this? And a related question, do you think young pop stars today experience too much pressure to pretend to be a lesbian with Madonna? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. She's still got it. Oh my gosh. Are you kidding? Right? No, no. Madonna. She I mean, is. sure, her skin is like barely holding onto her bones, like Gollum and <laughs> Lord of the Rings. But oh, she's, I mean, Ooh. for how old she is, she's like what, like ninety, right? <laughs> no, she's like fifty something. Oh, never mind. Everybody's fifty something, <laughs> right? <laughs> the sentiment that I read from her was that it was more of that she wasn't fully comfortable with the fact that they were gay, and she wasn't comfortable with them fully expressing it, and so she wanted you know, was friends with this guy and she really liked that. But then when he wanted to like fully, fully express his homosexuality by having a relationship, she didn't want that because she wasn't fully like, she realized she wasn't fully comfortable with it. And so she kind of half wanted him to stay in the closet because she wasn't fully comfortable. And that was like convicting to her. I don't know, Tyler, you read it. What do you think? I mean, I thought it was commentary on how to kill a mockingbird personally. Oh I thought that that's, that's what the, that was. That's the book that my microphone is on mm-hmm. currently, actually. That's why I said that. <laughs> You're just looking around the room for things to say. Um, I thought it was really reminiscent of the Twilight series because <laughs> um, Bella's mm-hmm. vampire closet. No, I have, I have nothing else to add about that question. Yeah, I don't... Yeah. The vampire closet. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> I do think there is too much pressure on pop stars. Oh, yeah. To make yeah. out with poor Madonna. To make out with Madonna. Madonna. Yeah. It's not fair. No. We need to protect them. Yeah, from Madonna. <laughs> from Madonna, specifically. <laughs> Have you guys heard anything about the roast for Justin Bieber? Ugh. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some stuff about it. Did they mention Madonna or something? 
No. Does he make out with Madonna? No. <laughs> no. Oh. I just thought that that was... I was thinking about that the other day. There's so few pop stars that have not turned to drugs or tattoos or peed into buckets. <laughs> and then I was watching the Harry Potter series again, and all of those turned out fine. They did. Yeah, they're, all of them. They're British. Like, well, except not a single one that was... What's well, his name? Harry Potter. Who's he kind been, of had, uh, had with sex that horse. with a horse. I mean, yeah. that was <laughs> but that one was in time. a play. <laughs> that was a Come play character. That wasn't so like much more than that. Not I wanted personally. him to have to stay in the closet about that. <laughs> I wasn't fully comfortable with him coming out. <laughs> it, was one, it was one time, guys. <laughs> Sounds like Mean Girls. <laughs> okay. Next question. This one kind of gets. It's kind of a deep question. Ooh. So we might have to skip it, depending on the reactions, <laughs> but I'll read it. While working at the YMCA in Chicago, Tina experienced some personal low points, but it also propelled her into pursuing her improv career. Have you ever experienced a similar, a similarly transformative period? During your trans- transformation, did you ever spin around and pretend to be Wonder Woman? <laughs> Have you seen the old? Have you seen the old Wonder Woman? Any of you guys? Mm-mm, no. There's this long sequence where she slowly like. There's no uh, speed up or fast forward of the tape. She just slowly spins in a circle, <laughs> and then turn, then just boing, like turns into Wonder Woman, and it's so awkward. It's like this slow shuffling with this like bass in the background. Boom, 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 boom. Did you do that, Tyler? No. I was. Yeah, I was just trying trying to think about that. I don't. It seems like she decided to um, go after her improv career because she, because of the low point. Mm-hmm. And I've obviously had low points, but I feel like the low points, I don't know, they they were maybe as a result of like a decision I had made, not like propelling me into something else. Like when, well, I don't know, maybe it was just like an emotionally low point. Like, like when I decided to come back from Indonesia, I was actually like really sad about it. And like... I was confident in my decision because I did want to come back and pursue other things, but I was also really like bummed that I had to say to buy, to say bye to this place that I'd been for two years. So, I mean, I feel like that would be a low point for me, but it didn't push me into like going somewhere else. I don't know, but like, and that's happened several different times in several different forms. But I don't know anyone. Well, I think it's it's propelled you a little bit, right? I mean, you learned what you liked and you didn't like, and yeah. I, but I wouldn't say that Indonesia was a low point in itself. <laughs> <laughs> there were many low points over there, but that's a healthy perspective. Thanks. <laughs> Anyone else low points? I've had a couple, and they suck when you're in them. But every time I've had one, it's it has propelled me onto something bigger. So I had a low point when I was working in retail. And I was like, I hate this so much. And I was really depressed and mad about the fact that I worked in retail. And so that pushed me to go back to college. And then I ended up working in customer service for a major company. And it was hellish. It was the worst job I've ever had, ever, and will ever have. And that propelled me to go back to school again. And so I now have a career I actually really love because of it. So... They keep saying all the right answers, so whatever. <laughs> they took mine. Well, don't you, do you have a personal anecdote? I also went to Indonesia. <laughs> <laughs> What's the next question? Okay, this one's kind of fun. Um, what are some of your favorite SNL sketches or 30 Rock episodes? Should we just act them out? That's part of the question. <laughs> we could sing them out. We could do a musical version. Tritones. <laughs> wow, okay, never mind. Next episode. I mean, I guess we should, if, it, if we're going to go SNL sketches, it'd probably have to be with Tina in it. Yeah, I haven't actually seen any 30 Rock. 
No, I haven't either. <gasps> oh, that's you on your have list to. as of right now. Mm. What list? I saw like clips of it when I was working at that major company that always had Watch Instantly on in the break room. And um, it just looked really dumb to me. I don't wow. know. I loved it. I'm sorry. No, I haven't seen it. But I do like... I really, we did that. We were a little mirror. <laughs> it's like in a mirror. Oh my God. Oh, it did be this one. Sorry. I used the wrong hand. Kind of Trying to mirror each other. Um, I really love mom jeans a lot. Mom I'm like, jeans. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> so These jeans funny. say, I'm no longer a woman. I'm a mom. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like all bending over to get into cars. <laughs> it's like really wide hipped. Yeah. Speaking of periods, <laughs> what were we talking about? I mean, well, before, yeah. yes, but like euphemistically. These are how girls' conversations always start. <laughs> Speaking, Speaking of, of periods, um, the uh, Tampax Classic. Oh my god! <laughs> there looks like look like a jock strap, essentially. <laughs> my mother used one, and she worked great. <laughs> Why can't I have the same luxury as my grandmother? <laughs> terrible. <laughs> All right. I have so many favorite 30 Rock episodes. It's so hard to choose. There's there's this episode where it cuts to Tracy talking about his platinum record that he earned one time so he can get the EGOT, which is the Emmy, Grammy, Tony, and Oscar. <laughs> and it cuts to a cutscene of uh, a song called Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. <laughs> He's dancing around like, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah, spooky, scary, boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. <laughs> it's so good. So dumb. <laughs> There's one where Kenneth is, they're trying to figure out how old Kenneth is because he might be out of the age program to be a page anymore. They're like, well, like, how old are you? He's like, well, what's the requirement? And they're like, well, <laughs> we haven't decided yet. And then he's like, who said I'd live forever? I'm like, what? And there's nothing. And then he like wanders off. This show is actually really funny. It is quite good. Looking mm. at you two right there. Okay. It's for a lot of quick one-liners. Mm-hmm. It's like fast things that you could laugh about. And then you're like, wait, what just happened? There's no laugh track either. So it doesn't train you to laugh mm-hmm. at stupid things. You have to like take it organically and think mm-hmm. it's funny. There's a whole episode about <laughs> sandwich day where they like have sandwiches at work, which at an office that I worked at was a big deal when all the vendors would bring in sandwiches. I really resonated with. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like trying to get these sandwiches because the Teamsters only bring them in like once per year and Liz can't get a Teamster sub and somebody eats her, eats it. So she like tears into the office and she goes, where's, who wolfed my Teamster sub? And they're like cowering in fear and she pulls out a trophy She's like, I'll cut you up so good, you'll have a chin. (laughs) 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 One of the guys who doesn't have a chin at all. And then she's trying to eat it before she gets on the plane. And this black woman's like, "Mm, what are you doing? She's she's like, I can have it all. And she's like shoving this sandwich down her throat so she can get back onto the plane. (laughs) You're a cliche. (laughs) Next question. <laughs> oh, you're, you're well, I mean, I like them all. Okay, I like all all Tina Fey. All of I like her all. All Tina. We can update Sarah Palin. Tina all day. Super good. Oh, I love her as Sarah Palin. I can see mm. Russia from my house. Oh my god, <laughs> you're getting increasingly cute under pressure. Oh, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> did you Did you see the fortieth uh, anniversary? Some of it, yeah. Where um, Jerry Seinfeld came out and was doing just some like Q and A with the with the. What do you call that? Audience. Audience. <laughs> Thank you. What do you call that thing with a bunch of people like staring at <laughs> they're you? All, they, they laugh. <laughs> I mean, they yeah, laugh. Plebeians. Laugh. <laughs> Minions. <laughs> anyway. The proletariat. So Sarah Palin stood up 
to ask a question to Jerry Seinfeld. And Jerry's like, hey, Tina, how's it going? <laughs> and she's like, it's Sarah, Sarah Palin. And he's like, yeah, hi. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay, next question. Next question. <laughs> I like this one too. Which other celebrities besides Kim Kardashian do you think may have been engineered by Russian scientists <laughs> to sabotage our athletes? Probably, what was it, Posh Spice? Is she dating David Beckham? Yeah. Yeah, that's one. They're married. They're married. They have kids. Lots of kids. Right. Four of them. Three boys and a girl. It's a big plan. It's a Russian plan. The I don't girl's know what name is Harper, and that's exactly what I named my daughter. So they still because it. of them. No, because, because of Harper Lee and Charlie Harper, the artist. Anyway, this is not the conversation for this episode. I feel like you just keep <laughs> looking at To Kill a Mockingbird and talking about it <laughs> because like, I, I want to name my kid, kid Harper Stephanie Meyer. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. You guys are terrible. Just I'm so leaving. The, <laughs> just so the listeners know, we each have a, a stack of books holding up our mic. Microphones and Nathan's is Twilight books and <laughs> How to Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> well, I have the Bible, so and you oh. also have pepperoni and carrots on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sacrilegious, oh, Tyler! <laughs> I could get in big trouble with you know who about that. <laughs> points, points at sky. <laughs> <laughs> points to sky. Points to landlord. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, besides Kim Kardashian? Yeah. I don't know that Giselle. one. Giselle. <laughs> oh, definitely. That one. That's, That's the no one. way she's like a human being. That's yep. She's definitely robotic. She's a Brazilian half, robot. She's probably cyborg. I could, say she, I could see like half robot. Mm-hmm. Carrie Underwood too. I mean, what? she's like America's sweetheart. Everybody loves her. She has mm. to be. She's too American to be engineered mm-hmm. by Russians. Yeah. She could be. Could be a just throw you off. Could be a plot. <laughs> So like there'd be a telltale sign, like she would get upset and then start like smashing cars and keying things. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> like stomping around. Right, right. <laughs> She's broken. <laughs> we must fix her. <laughs> oh, I just went a little accidentally. <laughs> accidentally Nazi there for a second. I don't know. <laughs> A little bit. A little bit. (laughs) See how easy it is? So (laughs) fall into it. I'll give that guy a break. I'm so sorry. So easy was to be a Nazi. We just we just watched uh, Bridesmaids and Kristen Wiig was on the plane. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) Why won't you let us into the economy class? All right, not about Kristen Wiig. Tina, next episode. Yeah, next. Okay. All right, next question. Oh, last question. Ooh. Are you sure? Oh, no. There's two more. (laughs) (laughs) I can count. Okay, number seven. (laughs) I can count. Leave me alone. (laughs) Are there more specifics you would add to the mother's prayer for its daughter? Can you read it for us, Tyler? That prayer is a little long. I mean, we could read it, but it's, I think it's like a whole page. It's okay. Okay, well, someone's looking for it. This is like a mock prayer that Tina writes, um in order to like ask God to like protect her daughter and it's quite long. I can read some of it. And then when you raise your hand in a motion to silence me, you start actually start singing music in the background, like the Oscars (laughs) and then like pentatonics, right? Pentatonics, (laughs) right? Exactly. First Lord, no tattoos, may neither Chinese symbol for truth, nor Winnie the Pooh holding the FSU logo stain her tender haunches. May she be beautiful, but not damaged, for it's the damage that draws the creepy soccer coach's eye, not the beauty. When the crystal meth is offered, may she remember the parents who cut her grapes in half and stick with beer. Guide her, protect her, 
When crossing the street, stepping onto boats, swimming in the ocean, swimming in pools, walking near pools, standing on the subway platform, crossing 86th Street, stepping off the boats, using mall restrooms, getting on and off escalators, driving on country roads while arguing, leaning on large windows, walking in parking lots, riding Ferris wheels, roller coasters, log flumes, or anything called, quote unquote, hell drop, tower of torture, mm-hmm. or the death spiral rockin' G- <laughs> zero-G role featuring Aerosmith, <laughs> and standing on any kind of balcony ever, anywhere, at any age. Lead her away from acting, but not all the way to finance. <laughs> Somewhere where she can make her own hours, but still feel intellectually fulfilled and get outside sometimes and not have to wear high heels. And would, <laughs> what would that be, Lord? Architecture? Midwifery? Golf course design? I'm asking you because if I knew, I'd be doing it. You damn it. <laughs> You damn it. <laughs> May she play the drums to the fiery rhythm of her own heart with the sinewy strength of her own arms so she need not lie with drummers. Grant her a rough patch from 12 to 17. Let her draw horses and be interested in Barbies for much too long. For, <laughs> for childhood is short and a tiger flower blooming magenta for one day and adulthood is long and dry humping in cars can wait. Oh lord, oh lord, break the internet forever that she may be spared the misspelled invective of her peers and the online marketing campaign for the Ray Postal 5 girls just want to get stabbed. <laughs> and when she one day turns on me and calls me a bitch in front of Hollister, give me the strength, Lord, to yank her directly into a cab in front of her friends, for I will not have that shit. I will not have it. <laughs> And should she choose to be a mother one day, be my eyes, Lord, that I may see her lying on the blanket on the floor at 4.50 a.m., all at once exhausted, bored, and in love with a little creature whose poop is leaking up its back. (laughs) My my mother did this for me once, she will realize, as she cleans feces off of her baby's neck. My mother did this for me, and the delayed gratitude will wash over her, as it does each generation, and she will make a mental note to call me. And she will forget, but I'll know because I'll have peeped it at it with your God eyes. The mother's prayer. All of it. It's too funny. You can't just read part of it. Yeah. It's so funny. Is oh. there, so the question is, would you add anything? I don't know. I feel like she covered all. <laughs> she covered a good amount. Especially the dry humping in cars with boys can wait. Yes. Can. Can't wait. Breaking it, it the internet be. would be nice. Mm-hmm. Breaking internet? Breaking, breaking the internet. internet. Oh, breaking Like Breaking Bad. So she may no, be... not quite. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> now I'm more confused. You gotta cook the internet. <laughs> okay. uh, like breaking the internet so she can be spared trying to learn English. You know, because I feel like there's so many kids who uh, just have autocorrect, do everything for them, mm-hmm. and don't actually know how to spell anything. May she hold books and not a electronic device to read books. Like a Kindle Fire <laughs> for like, only two ninety nine. Like, on have the a Amazon passion Play for Store. the pages. <laughs> passion for pages, but not like that's good. That's people good. who work in government, like no, pages. No, no. Like, that's a that's a good that's a good uh, second podcast. Like a, a branch off for, of us. Passion, passion for pages. pages. Oh yeah, yeah. Like again a, books, right? Books. Yeah, not for right. people that work in Washington D.C. <laughs> no. Okay, today we highlight our newest page. <laughs> Jeremy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I could not think of a single name. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. Is, is my mic on? <laughs> Shut up, Jeremy. <laughs> we could do it. It should be like, I can't do it. Oh, no. For the books, right? Let's stay on the books. I think that's a better idea. No books, yeah. Would the accompaniment to Passion for Pages be interest for interns or? Ooh. Sounds like a dating site now. Now. In an internship, but looking for love. (laughs) Interestedinterns.com. 
No, what? it would be a book club. Oh, <laughs> oh right. Okay, okay, Got it. Okay, it's cool. <laughs> she learned to cook her own meals. Oh. I mean, she's... Oh. Lord, yeah. let it happen. <laughs> Hallelujah. May she stay away from ramen and mac and cheese. Because <laughs> she will get stomach cancer and die. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Mm. Okay, Taylor, next question. <laughs> okay, la- this is the last question. Tina writes a love letter to Amy Poehler. Do you have friends who inspire you in the same way that Amy Poehler inspires Tina? And then the activity is write a love letter to Amy Poehler and mail it to her home address. (laughs) Is her home address listed? It says page 291 and there is no 291. (laughs) Dang it. Why? Could email it to her. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's amy.polar at gmail.com. I'm positive that's what <laughs> her email likely, yeah. <laughs> You should have a middle initial, maybe. But. Maybe. I mean, I'd say that we would all agree that, no, we don't have that, like, one inspiring friend. Oh, I thought we were talking about the Gmail accounts. Too. No. <laughs> she might, according to her book, she doesn't like technology. She might have a Hotmail account. AOL. <laughs> Sweet and spicy. <laughs> 94. 94. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Friends. Yeah. No. One one friend, one specific friend. Jesus. I have a no. <laughs> different friends who inspire in different ways. Like what? Um You better say something nice about me. Oh, Is this a threat? <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer if you just leave names out of it. Yeah. So just... that Josephine and I don't get in a fight. <laughs> yeah. Just leave general. One of them's a really good dancer. Yeah. <laughs> One of them like does a podcast. <laughs> One of them's accidentally flamboyant. <laughs> that's me. <laughs> Still oh, right. Yeah, that's, that's me. No one at this table. <laughs> She's talking about me. <laughs> One friend, Nathan. Do you have one friend? I don't know. It's similar to Kaylin. I don't. I think there's so many different qualities that inspire me about my friends that I come away with every time I interact with them. I don't know if there's yeah. I can't. I don't know if there's one person that embodies everything that I've been inspired to be like. If I had to write a love note though to Amy Poehler, it would probably be extensive, and I would ask her to come visit me. I think she's dating Nick Kroll right now though. Who's Nick Kroll? The comedian. He's got a thing called the Kroll Show. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, got to get up to date on your popular culture. Now I'm looking hey. at him up. So many, hey, oh, wait. him? Yeah, right? He plays show, the show douche on Parks and Rec. Yes, he does. That's how they You're met. You're kidding me. He was the she douche. hates him on the show. Uh-huh, she see. does. That's hilarious. You haven't met him yet on Parks and Rec. Oh, by the way, that was my exciting news, is that I started Parks and Rec <gasps> on the road trip. I started Parks and Rec on the road trip to I just, California. I just watched the season. Don't interrupt her acapella. The series finale the other day. And I was oh. Like, oh, I haven't seen it. Did you weep? <laughs> no, and I wasn't, like, I was like, yeah, I know this is the finale, but not until the last, like, minute was I like, oh my gosh, this, is the, this means that there is no more. <laughs> True. So I almost wept. <laughs> but if you're almost. me, you're just excited for starting it. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. I started it. I started Once Upon a Time because of the road trip. Yay! Also a great show. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody Once says. Upon a Time. I'm on the last, I'm halfway through the last episode <laughs> of Friends, and I've been dragging it out over days. No one will let me sing my songs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> she gave me crazy eyes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, here's two questions to help you realize or think, evaluate your friendships. Do you give life to your friends and do you, do you show your friends grace? So if you can do both of those things, then you are a good friend, according to relevantmagazine.com. Thank you, Relevant. Do you think that there's other aspects to friendship that are more important than that? Than grace and what was the other one? Life. 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 Giving life. I mean, I've been giving bags of my blood to my friends for years. <laughs> but 
They keep being like, oh, well, gross. Why is this here? I I'm, gave a kidney, so there. I may be positive. Why would you hand that to me? Oh, terrible. I keep my uh, CPR card updated just for you guys. <laughs> Ooh. I need to update mine. Does that mean you can, you're like legally allowed to put your mouth on us when <laughs> we're dying? She has to knock you out first. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> you have to be somewhat passed out. Okay, I'm I might pass out right now, but <laughs> I found out that sometimes when you get CPR, you break ribs. Yeah, yeah you, you do. do. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's pretty common, actually, especially old people. You can break the sternum. Oh, that's so wrong. I legitimately am. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna There's fade. a little I'm bone at the end of the sternum called the xiphoid process. We don't need to actually. No, I think that nobody's <laughs> interested. I will also say that this is the second time today where I've been sitting down, thankfully, so that I didn't pass out because earlier at church, Anne was talking about, um, like, basically the Easter story and, and Jesus dying on the cross, and I almost passed out. In the middle of church? Yeah, I was just sitting there like, oh, no. It's happening. Everything's don't, spinning. Don't spear him. Don't do it. <laughs> Oh my gosh, if Tyler passes out in my house, like I'm just saying. It's a he good is, day. He is looking a little pale. <laughs> Grace in life, yes. Grace in life. And forgiveness, I think. I think, it, well, I guess that's part of grace, but okay. I feel like forgiveness is the act, maybe, while well, grace is the posture. Very deep. Oh, roll. Yeah. Whoa, whoa. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it on Tyler passing out. Jeez. <laughs> Let's make this fun. <laughs> what are you trying to do? <laughs> Oh my God. Let's see how many things we can say before Tyler passes out. <laughs> Should I tell the story about what's painful coming out of your nose? Yeah. <laughs> the best story ever. Besides lemon juice. Well, what? That's what? Oh, the her Photoshop like mm-hmm. little part in the book. That is there funny. There are seven differences. <laughs> There's a picture of an old woman next to Tina Fey, and it asks you to spot seven differences between the two photos. One major, one age. <laughs> anyway, we did it. We talked about the book. Do you think we talked about the book pretty effectively? Eh, I don't. I don't think it did much justice because it's a great, great book, and everyone should read it. Mm-hmm. But okay. I did enjoy the conversation. <laughs> Sometimes that's all you can ask for, really. Yeah, really. Yeah. Well, and I mean, her questions in the back of the book are conversation questions. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. Caitlin, you have got to stop laughing in your microphone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Trying, uh, I'm, try- I'm just like telling you at the end, but <laughs> I'm trying to find a comfy seat. So I'm like leaned and I can't like jump away to laugh. Sure you can. <laughs> just don't fall off. <laughs> don't pass out. All right. Well, thanks for being on for this podcast. Episode. We'll be writing you a love letter <laughs> soon. I'm sure. Uh, uh, wow. We did really good there. <laughs> hey, like the whole I'm time. Not. Caitlin's just nodding her head. No, no. No, That's no, shaking. No, this is nodding. No. She's wow. nodding. She's her nodding head. her head He's right so now. She's so confusing these it. days. <laughs> you guys are. You're sending me big signals. <laughs> All right. With that, thanks for listening to the Strange in the City podcast. We are going to all sign off at once in harmony with our robot noises. Okay. Ready? One, two, three. Oh, robot noise. That's way too loud. We can do something different. Beep, boop, Robot! I was like screamo Bacabella. <laughs> Meep moo. <laughs> oh, I'm tired now. So warm in here. <laughs> I'm exhausted. This podcasting is hard stuff. 
sitting, drinking wine, eating snacks. Yeah. See, uh, work, talking. Work hours for coal miners. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for listening to the Strange in the City podcast. We enjoyed uh, reviewing this book. I would say. 0.45 percent <laughs> but read the book it's excellent um and also read mindy kaling's book and read amy puller's book that's your three feminist books for the year yes mm-hmm. please oh and Le- leah dunham just came out with a feminist book mm-hmm. and oh we should sign off with this do you consider yourself a feminist yes and a one sentence why or no why so give us your answer and a one sentence um tagline for your feminist beliefs <laughs> okay I'll go. I'll start. <laughs> okay. Yes, because no one can choose what they're born. Mm. Oh. <laughs> Drops my... <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I... No judgment. Okay. No judgment what you say. Okay, guys? No surprise. Yes. <gasps> because I am living in the freedoms brought on by feminism, and I want those to continue. It's a tagline. Also drops mic. <laughs> <laughs> those are very succinct answers. Yes, because I think everybody should be empowered. That's good. I could have a long-winded answer about that. That's hard to put it into one sentence. You can be a run-on sentence. Oh, that's true. Okay, you ready for this? Yes, because we can all be the boss. Beep, beep, bop. (laughs) Beep, boop, bop. We can also be robots if we want. Mic drop. I can be whatever I want. I won't say that. <laughs> you, just, you, you literally just said that. I'm not going to say that. You, but you just did. Literally, that was what you <laughs> did. It just came out of your mouth. <laughs> All right. I love you guys. <laughs> wow. That's intense quickly. So nice. I don't think Nathan is comfortable with that level of intimacy quite yet. <laughs> hey, we've had... Giving me life. Like Giving life and grace. Three podcasts together. Been through a lot. And two... You're holding up hang five out. fingers. <laughs> three podcasts. Okay. Okay. Two hangouts. Yep. Pick three, my lord. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that um, Fergie song, LA Love. LA Love. Mm. So every time, because I think there was, was it the proposal one episode that you did? But you <laughs> had said, you were saying something really funny. And so every time on her song where she goes, London, Jamaica, en France. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. I was doing a really terrible French accent. Like I, was like, I was like, oh, Nathan. <laughs> Jamaica en France. Like, Jamaica en France. En vert culture. Jamaica en France. I always think of you. Oh. Went hiking a couple weekends ago. And we ran into these people in Yosemite, and they were like talking about the view. And it's like, oh yes, we are from um, Paris. I was like, oh, of course you are. <laughs> and then I was like, what's your name? He's like, oh, Francois. And I was like, oh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but of course. We need to hang this thing up. <laughs> if I ever go to France and nobody laughs like that, I'm going to be so disappointed. Like They don't. They, they laugh don't. like this. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> As they murder me? <laughs> it's just like normal everyday stuff. They're like, oh, hello, how are you? <laughs> oh, my God. And then there's a lot of goose goose laughs. You know, one? You know those ones? No. <laughs> 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 Those are my favorite. Or the machine gun, actually. Tyler's a bit of a machine gun, actually. <laughs> 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 
Is that why you like air laugh so you don't he do tries. that? It's like he's choking. It's like he's gasping for air. He does. He's in the middle of a shark tank trying to climb out. During Shark Week <laughs> in the ocean. Gaspers. <laughs> Gaspers. That's a good nickname for you. <laughs> There's Gas- nothing worse than having your laugh made fun of. No, no, it's just labeled. It's not being made fun of. It's just belittled and placed into a box. That's all. I'm not making fun of it. I'm just being accurate about your flaws as a human being. Oh my god. Grace, Grayson. You're annoying. Grayson life. <laughs> oh my Tyler, god. Tyler, your forehead veins. Stop laughing. <laughs> They're beautiful. He's Don't hide them. Show the world. <laughs> Show your forehead veins. Be proud. You're gonna hear a thump on the floor. The in a triple second. peaks. <laughs> Don't block the veins. They need to flow. Don't put your hand over them. They <laughs> need to fan you. He's trying to fan himself with bossy pants now. Well, bye, everybody. Take a look next week for our next episode. We are excited. Um, Some of the episodes coming up, we're going to do another one with Nathan. Woot woot. (laughs) um, To talk about Christian dating and the expectations there and growing up in church and sex and all that. So you're going to be on a sex podcast. (laughs) I would be my first, actually. (laughs) Cross that off the list. (laughs) Never thought I would ever be on a podcast about that. I read a Cosmo once, so (laughs) I pretty much know everything about it. You know 50 ways to please your man. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Pretty much an expert. Press your lips together. Don't move. Just press them together. <laughs> fish. Fish. Oh, dear. Oh. So that. Okay, good. Considering I think I just and told you my first time kissing a girl in high school was like two starfish slowly <laughs> oh. colliding in the water. <laughs> Were you, did you have sweaty hands? Oh, definitely. I have them now. They never stop. <laughs> I think I had, they started getting them when I got a teenager. <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> Caitlin, do you have a kissing story in high school? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm going to share with you guys. I think my first kiss was, not, was when I was 20. Nice. Jeez. <laughs> How and then uh, I married him because it was so terrible. I didn't want that story to ever get out. <laughs> you can tell no one. <laughs> Under pain of wedlock. <laughs> Was it bad? Like scale of one to ten, how awkward? Oh, it was a good like eight point five or nine. Wow. Now I want to hear the story. Was you it brought like, it up? Was it like making out with a refrigerator? Is it just solid, or was it like was he trying to do things and it ended up just feeling like a slug like on your face? I have like, to go home, this it. man. I can't tell the story. Yeah, I don't think you should. I don't think you should. I'm just gonna assume it was really interesting, man. David, I have your interest uh, <laughs> at heart. Um, at heart, yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> I won't let this happen. Grace, give Grace. <laughs> you, do you want to share your first kiss? No. <laughs> <laughs> Can we the fox? Oh, I heard that story. <laughs> where your mom raised the oh, <laughs> poster board. Oh, yeah. The Mr. Fox so or well, Mr. George or whatever. The, whatever the... Mr. Bruin. Mr. Maroon? Mr. Bruin. Oh, Mr. Bruin. Maroon. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally flamboyant. <laughs> I was like, Mr. Fox, Mr. Mr. George. Mr. Maroon to you. <laughs> Mr. Maroon. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to have a, a guys episode coming up where we talk about masculinity and just what society puts on you, Tyler. <laughs> you, you specifically. Me personally. <laughs> personally. So can I say, ding, ding, going back to Tina Fey's question about the celebrities that have been engineered by Russian robots or whatever. Russian scientists. Wait, 
me? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, but um, would know. Chris Hemsworth. Oh, my mm. God. Yes. Guy, the guy, the and opposite version of that would be Chris Hemsworth. Right. Chris, he- what about Chris his- Evans, too. And yeah. Chris Evans. Oh, sweet Jesus. Brad Pitt. Doesn't he have a brother? Isn't there a Hemsworth? Liam. Liam. Liam also. Mm-hmm. Like the quiet, sensitive one. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the muscle. Oh. <laughs> oh, man. Good Lord in heaven. What about PETA, guys? <laughs> PETA so is short. so friend zone <laughs> since the beginning. Robert Pattinson? No, sorry. no. I just mm. got off a toilet kick, so I'm yeah, like... I can see that. It's <laughs> my microphone's resting on it right now. <laughs> I watched the movies. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so we have some cool episodes coming up. Keep um, an ear out and an eye out to the website and Facebook page. Um, share us on Facebook because uh, we like it when people are excited about what we're doing and talking about and listening to us. So thanks for listening to the Strange in the City podcast. Have a wonderful day. Bye.